Hi guys, I'm Deputy Editor Britt Smith and welcome to One on One, a podcast where we feature open, dynamic conversations with your favorite men's journal personalities. This week, our reporter Charles Thorpe recently caught up with Tyler Hecklin. You might know him for his portrayal of bodybuilder Joe Weider in Bigger. In his latest venture, Hecklin plays Superman in the new CW show Superman and Lois. Thorpe spoke to Hecklin from the film set in Vancouver about first getting the role, the actor's quote-unquote weird keto snacks, and the workouts that transformed him into the Man of Steel. Take me back to when you got this role. This goes back to 2016, right, with the other shows. So it was one of those things where I got called into a meeting with Greg Berlanti, and it, it was undescript. There was nothing that it was in for in particular. And then I remember about 20 minutes before I was leaving my place, one of my agents called. I was like, I think I might know what your meeting's about. And they had announced that they were going to have Superman on Supergirl. And I was like, oh, maybe. I, I guess. We'll see. And so I went in and we, you know, we spoke for about, you know, half an hour, just kind of just getting to know each other a bit. And then eventually that did come up. And so it was just the, the whole thing was strange. Like you didn't have the anticipation leading up to the meeting of what it was. It just kind of came about through conversation. And it's like, would that something be something you'd be interested in? So we kind of talked about the character for a little bit. And then um, I remember it was probably like, a, I maybe like a week or two later, uh, my brother and I took a little road trip up to Zion uh, National Park in Utah. And we were on the way back and we got a call from my, from my team. And they're like, so they want you to do it. They're making you an offer. I was like, okay. So it's, it's just like, we just, we, we just say yes or no. And they're like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay. Let's go. So we said yes. And we were about an hour outside of Vegas. And so I turned to my brother, I'm like, can we stop in Vegas? He's like, yeah, of course we do. So we went, we went, we stopped and we watched the, uh, the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Uh, and we just sat in the sports book and watched the game and we're like, that was great. All right. And then just continued on home. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of a crazy surreal moment of, I remember, what did he say? He's like, my brother looked at me, he's like, so, so you're Superman now. I was like, I guess, I, I guess so. It's, it's weird, man. It just, it's, and it, and it still feels that way sometimes. So, you know, it's, uh, it's been interesting, but it's been, it's been a joy. It's been a privilege. I've really enjoyed the whole thing. Um, and you know, I'm excited that it's, uh, you know, it was only supposed to be two episodes. And so it was really just going to be this like quick little fun thing to do. Check it off the list. I've done it. Um, and now look where we're at now. I mean, I know it was supposed to be two episodes, but I don't think anybody, you know, we didn't, we, we didn't think you were just hitting around for two episodes, man. We knew you were, you were around for the long haul. Well, I felt I it. I felt it in the wind. <laughs> of course, there's certain comic books and certain things that you know, miss the pop culture. Superman is not one of those. So what was your own personal familiarity with the character and the embodiment of him, you know, as you were growing up and then later in life? Yeah, funny. My my familiarity with the character was really just the broad pop culture sense. You know, people wearing Superman T-shirts. A lot of athletes that I looked up to had the tattoo. Uh, you know, and I just knew you. As everyone pretty much knows Superman, uh, I knew Superman. But I wasn't. You know, I I was playing baseball really competitively from the time I could walk, uh, and then I started acting when I was a kid as well. So they, those two things took up a lot of my time. Um, and I just wasn't that familiar with it at all. Other than, um, I remember watching a few episodes of Lois and Clark when I was a kid with my mom. Uh, and that was it. And then once I knew that this was coming around, um, kind of made a conscious, uh, choice and intentional choice to not go near anything. Um, I just, I've enjoyed the fact that from day one, we've had like a great feel for who this character is, who this version is. 
uh, and I just don't want to be influenced to either stay away from something or to intentionally try to recreate something. I love when I do something and if someone goes like, oh, that's just like what Reeve did. I'm be like, oh, great. I had no idea. But it's for me, it's so much easier to go about it in that way and just be honest to what I'm doing every day as opposed to having that outside influence of like, try to do this, stay away from that, uh, you know, good or bad. No matter how much you're trying to avoid it, though, there are certain pieces of imagery that hit the head. Like you mentioned that the pop culture stuff, there's a, the comic book that we picture in the head. So yeah. being a baseball player, being someone that's athletic, that has a physicality to what they're doing on the regular, you know, what was your mindset when it came to embodying Superman on a physical level? Um, get in the gym, <laughs> get in the gym. Uh, you know, definitely those things that you, you, there's, there's images that you have in your mind of like, you know, this projection of strength. But for me, it's always been a thing too. It's, it's not, it's never been that Superman, like there's a the comic book version for sure. But there's also that thing. It's, he's the man of steel. He's not the largest man in the world. You know what I mean? So it's, it's that whole thing has been, it's been nice to kind of play with like projecting that strength. But I think a lot of that has to do with more of like the energy that's around him and that, that comes from him. Um, and so when I've been playing the character diet and, and exercise, it's always pretty much a big part of my life just takes on another level. Um, so it's, it's good though. I, I enjoy that challenge being a former athlete. Like I like that part of my daily routine, even when we're shooting crazy hours, it's like, doesn't matter. I still got to get to the gym tonight, early this morning, whatever it is. It's just, I, I enjoy that element. Yeah, it's funny, right? Because it's, you know, there's certain things that you can train to look like, like you can train to look like an MMA fighter, you can right. train to look like a wrestler. Exactly. Like how, how big is that supposed to look? Is it, and at the end of the day, you go like, okay, cool. So I get to take liberty with the fact that like, it's not the size of the man, it's the strength of what he has within. And so it's, it's, it's a lot of things, which thank God, because otherwise it would not naturally be possible for me to get to where I need to get to. You'd be like, I go to the gym and then I take these 47 things. Uh, you know, to, <laughs> so you have a history with working out. You have a history with training for a sport. When you did decide that you're going to get into the gym, was there someone that you were already working with? Was there a program that you already were doing, you know, historically that you just leaned on a little bit harder or how was the format of getting ready physically for the role? Yeah. Um, so I've worked with a lot of great trainers, uh, in the past. And so really I would say probably for the last, uh, oh man, God, it's coming up on close to a decade now, really. Um, you know, I've worked with guys periodically here and there, but in my younger days as an athlete, and then with a few guys right out of going from baseball, going into acting, some guys straight out of that. Um, I really, you know, I've taken a lot from them. I've uh, remembered a lot from them. I've written them down, works, uh, workouts, exercises, different programs. Uh, so I do lean on those a lot right now. What I love doing working out with a trainer, absolutely impossible with COVID and everything going on. You know I mean? Not impossible, but do I feel confident enough in the lessons that I've learned in the past to carry them forward right now and to be a little extra safe? Definitely. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. It just becomes a, uh, it just becomes part of your habit. This is something you got to do and, and stay consistent with. So yeah, luckily for me, I've, I've met a lot of great people in the past who've shown me a lot of great tools and been able to carry those along. Is there any trainer in particular that you want to shout out as far as the birth of the physicality for this role? Again, if you have a lot of them, I'm sure you're trying to juggle. Is there one in particular that comes to mind when it comes to getting ready for Superman? 
getting so funny thing for getting ready for Superman actually was, it was the one time I haven't really called on a trainer and it's only because of the circumstances of when I found out and the whole thing. Um, but my buddy, David Buer is awesome. He's the man. Uh, Greg Mielli is another guy that I worked with back in the day. Those guys have all just been really, really great. Uh, I've enjoyed my experience working out with all of them. Uh, and so, you know, again, it's, it's one of those things you're, you're grateful for the time spent with them. And again, like teaching, you can give a man fish or you can teach him to fish, you know? And so those guys have really, really taught me how to, how to take care of myself and prepare for stuff like this. So very, very grateful for those, those lessons. Where were you coming from physically when you were getting ready for this role? And what things did you pull from those routines that you built into the program that you ended up using for Superman? Was it big lifts or were you looking to lean down? What was the mentality around how you set up the training? Yeah, so I actually did. So before we started doing this show, um, I probably the year before had spent a lot of time leaning out. Uh, I had been on, I've actually been, it's almost been three years of being on a ketogenic diet for the most part. Uh, and I kind of, kind of cut out drinking. I would say like 95% of my drinking I've cut out since about three years ago. Um, that was a big thing. And so I really leaned out coming into this. Uh, and one thing is like this again, lessons you learn along the way. I spent the year before leaning out as much as I could to then build up on top of that once, uh, once I got back. So, you know, and people have different approaches to that. Some people like to build and then lean out. Um, I enjoy the process of leaning first and then just trying to incrementally gain, um, since I had the time to do it. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I, am sure you know, this. It, diet is such a huge part of it. A hundred percent, man, you are what you eat a hundred percent. So when it, you know, tell me about the, the ketogenic diet. I've done it a little bit myself. Um, it's fantastic. It takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. But if you're in a position where, you know, that is what you're deciding to do, then it, it can pay off. How many things are you eating? How many times are you eating? And what are some of the, some of the meals that you usually end up uh, leaning upon? So I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. I'm actually one of those people. I, I there's weird things, man. I, I get a weird thing from self-discipline. I get a high from it. Uh, I really, I almost enjoy it. You know, the more strict that I can be, uh, it's like, it's, it's appreciation thing that I, that I get. I don't know. But, um, I've got a few things that I stick to my weirdest one and people make fun of me for this all the time, but I love it. Uh, peanut butter and avocado. Like that is my go-to like staple snack, like whatever it is, that is my favorite way to go. I love my avocado. I'll just eat straight guacamole sometimes. Uh, but uh, a little peanut butter avocado mix is that's my weird one, but I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with it till it stops working, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, just a lot of a lot of good quality fats. Uh, mixing in some veggies that aren't super starchy, quality proteins, uh, a lot of fatty proteins, and things like that. So it's interesting because I, I appreciate where it's gotten me to. Um, you know, with every diet, there's always people that say like these are the pros and these are the cons. Um, actually, reaching out to a nutritionist right now just to say like, look, I've been on this for three years. The the discipline side of it is what I don't think any longer an issue. I really just want someone to tell me, all right at the shape that you're in right now, but to feel your optimum health, optimum energy levels, this is how much you need to be eating of exactly what. And I'm just mm. kind of like, I'm excited to see if that changes the diet at all. Uh, if they say like, no, keep going. But, uh, 
you know, just curious to see what the long-term outlook looks like if I just keep eating all, all, all these eggs and cheese and, and bacon in the morning, <laughs> which I enjoy, but I just don't know long-term if that's the best solution. Who did you end up hitting or did you, how'd you find them? Was it I, just someone new? Honestly, man, I, I, I'm going to reach out to friends of mine who I've worked with in the past, like trainers and stuff, just once I speak with them, but it's someone that works actually with the Canucks up here. Uh, and so, you know, they're sports minded and stuff. I was like, all right, that seems like a good place to start. So I'm going to reach 100%. out to them and then verify it with all my friends back home. Be like, yo, what do you think? And, and just give it a shot. But my other staple is I do like a, a cold brew coffee protein shake every morning. So I get my cold brew, a little bit of the, uh, Khalifa farms, uh, coconut almond milk, and, uh, and then throw on some protein powder, a little MCT oil powder and, uh, some, uh, what are they? The, uh, Lily's like sugar-free chocolate chips blended up and dude, I mean, it's, it's, it's my old, like ice blended drinks from the coffee place that had 80 grams of sugar. <laughs> yeah. so, no, it's, yeah. it's a smart way of doing it. Absolutely. You hacked it. I love that. What, what protein are you using? Or is it just whatever you pick up from the grocery store or is it a uh, vegan I, I, or whey or climatize? I like the dimatized chocolate peanut butter. That's, uh, that's usually, that's the one I put in my shake every day. Um, so that one's been working for me for a while. Chocolate peanut butter is one of my favorite flavors. So that's just like every morning. And it's weird. I mix that with the chocolate, uh, MCT oil. And my favorite drink used to be, this used to be my habit. I used to go get the, uh, like a half hazelnut, half mocha ice blended at coffee bean. Bro, that was like, that was my jam every day. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. There's way too much sugar. Like that's the one thing I like just sugar. Like just, that's just like a, a cross board. No, I just don't do it. I read everything now. Uh, it's in everything. It's like, it's, you've got to be crazy. so conscious of it. Um, but when I cut that out, I finally started playing with a few different things. And like that mix of that protein and everything was like, ah, I got it back. So when you're talking about leaning down, are you just changing workload? Leaning out? I've had, I've had issues in the past with, uh, with like from baseball, just old baseball injuries and stuff. And sometimes, you know, getting, getting, uh, really heavy into cardio, it'll aggravate some stuff. And so unfortunately I don't get to do a lot of like, you know, running on a treadmill or bike. Uh, if I'm trying to get more cardio, I just try to up my, my intensity of like my hit training or something, you know, a lot, a lot less rest in between sets, keep my heart rate elevated, things like that. Um, and as far as like leaning out or bulking up, a lot of it for me comes down to calories, you know, at least in the last few years, it used to be, you know, a lot of sweet potatoes and things like that. Now I kind of like, I enjoy staying consistent with the things that I'm eating. Um, when I'm leaning out, I'll throw in, I'll be much more strict about intermittent fasting. So I'll definitely take that time in between the time I eat my last meal and when I eat my first one, I love my coffee in the morning. So, you know, I can, I can have that to get me through to when I'm trying to, to have my first meal. So that's usually more of a thing. If I'm trying to put weight on, I'm a little less, uh, you know, a uh, little less focused on the fasting. Uh, you know, I'll eat first thing when I wake up in the morning. Sometimes it's not a huge meal. Usually it's like a protein bar. Uh, these little like keto bars that I actually really like. Um, I'll do that with a coffee and then my little coffee protein shake. And then, you know, being on set, you, you got breakfast when you get there. So that's kind of nice. So I get, I'll get my meal in a little bit earlier than I usually would if I was, you know, doing my own routine at home. When's that first meal come if you're fasting? Uh, if I'm fasting, if I'm, if I'm on a, if I'm on a norm, my, my sleep schedule, I will say is definitely one thing that's not normal when I, <laughs> when I'm not working, but, uh, I'll say usually probably, let's say if I get up at nine o'clock, I probably try to wait until about probably till about one thirty, two o'clock. So it's about a good four, about four hours into the day. But like, you know, again, with my coffee and I guess, you know, the shake is kind of like where I've skewed that in the middle. It's like kind of breaks my fast, but I try to do that maybe like two hours into the day. So right. that's, that's about that time that that kicks in. What's uh, what are some of your favorite hit workouts? What are some of your favorite movements when it comes to hit workouts? 
Oh, man, uh, you know, I just, I just enjoy supersetting. I really just enjoy that. It's, uh, it's not any ones in particular. Uh, I go back to my days of training with my buddy, David Buer back in Atlanta when we were doing Teen Wolf and, uh, you know, it's insane, man. It's insane. The cardio you can get when you just don't get to rest. <laughs> it's, it kicks in. Um, uh, so I just, I really just enjoy a classic superset, whatever muscle groups you're working that day. Um, you know, I, I do like a good, like push pull day, things like that. So, you know, I like breaking up, you know, tries, uh, tries and chest back and by days. And then, you know, legs, shoulders, kind of try to keep those separate. Sometimes if I'm trying to get on more of just like a three day rotation then I do shoulders and legs together. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of my, my usual jam. Nice man. When it comes to the bulking up, what are some of the moves that you start to introduce when you're trying to put on mass? Definitely focusing on width in the shoulders, a lot of, lot of delt raises, things like that. Uh, getting back into, uh, you know, for me, I always find, uh, and this is again from a buddy of mine, uh, you cannot, you cannot understate how or overstate how important that the, the inclined chest is and really getting that bulk there. You know, it's, it's nice to sit on the flat bench and do that thing, but really to get that fullness, you really want to get inclined bench. In. so I try to focus on that a lot. I actually probably do incline more than I focus on any other part of chest just to try to build that up. And I think that comes from like years of not knowing that and probably working too much on this and like the decline and then having someone be like, yo, 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 <laughs> don't forget about up here. Just those areas that just add a little bit of thickness to you. But again, on camera, it's different because you got to, if you can get as big as you want, but if you're not lean, you know, eventually you're just going to look, you're just going to look rounded, but you're not going to look built. So it's just finding that balance. Back is so important. Uh, obviously, you know, just age is for your health. You know, if you're, if you are developing all this other stuff, if you neglect the back, it's just going to be, it's just going to be bad news for you across the board. Um, and you know, I think that's something else somebody always said, if you want to look like you have a broad chest, build a big back. And so it's, you know, that's something that's a very, I hold that very true in my mind. Is there any movement in particular that you love for back? I love, I love row. I love row. I love a good lap pull down, you know, and, and really deadlifts, you know, takes me back to my days of playing ball. So I really like my good deadlifts and getting those in, uh, you know, any, anything that makes you feel like, okay, this is for more than just looking good. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I do still like to feel somewhat athletic and just like right. strong. Those are ones that are always nice to, to keep, to keep relevant other than, other than just the beach muscles, you know? Yeah. How are you on the row machine? Are you a maniac? You know, some people really unleash on that thing. So the row cardio machine, that is one cardio thing that I can get into. And I love that. I love that, man. It's, it's just like we used to do, uh, when I was in Atlanta and training, we would do a lot of, you know, the full workout. And then at the very end, that was the last thing. And it was, you know, like you got to get this many meters and this many seconds go and just, <laughs> Wow, it was brutal, but awesome. I mean, you know, one of those things like at the end of it, you just roll off of it and lay on the floor for a little bit, which, you know, it's like, no, 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 don't do that. But you're like, bro, yeah. I, I got nothing left. <laughs> How are the workouts when you're on set? Are you ramping the workouts a lot, like leading up to production and then just maintaining? For a show like this, it's a yeah. lot of work. You're, you're on there for a while. It's not like a four or five weeks and you're done. So yeah. how are you allowing your body to, to stay 
stay together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So it comes down to sleep, right? Like you're supposed to be getting a lot, especially when you're working out like that, lots of rest. Uh, I don't always, <laughs> and for me, you know, I, I get, I think I get that from my dad. Thank God he doesn't need a lot of sleep either. He's an ER doc. And so he does his crazy shifts and, and things like that. But, um, you know, I'll get my rest on the weekends when I need it. I actually had, uh, uh, my stunt double the other day, Donovan, he's great, a great stunt double. I was lucky to have him, but he was asking me, you know, with these hours and things like that, you know, is there, you know, is there like a certain like thing, like uh, an approach or a method you tap into, like to just to, when you gotta be on camera and you gotta have this energy and these, these long days and you're at Thursday, Friday, whatever it is. And it's one in the morning and you're still shooting. And I was like, you know what, man? I was like, I, I, I gotta thank my old, my old, like, trainers and my baseball coaches from back in the day. Cause I remember end of practice, everyone's exhausted. It's all right. Laps. Okay. You do the laps, you finish. He goes, okay. On the line sprints. And you're like, bro, you just like, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, okay, this is it. Oh no. Then we're going to do this. And like, Oh no, then we're going to do this. And then what you hear is this is when everybody else gives up. This is the 12th inning. This is when everybody else gives in. Are you going to give in? For me, it's like, again, with the self-discipline thing, I get the same kind of high sometimes when it's like, when it's so much, just remembering that phrase, this is when everybody else quits. And just for, for me, that is enough to just go, you know what? Uh, not now, not now. I got a little bit left. If I'm not on the floor, then I've got some left. And like, that's, I just, again, I, it's a sick thing that I like tapping into, but it's, it's when you get to that moment of like, I think this is when everybody else would maybe call it. And you're like, all right, well then I'm just going to, I'm not gonna, just going to keep going. I'm going to go even extra. So that's awesome, man. When it comes to this character, either historically or in the, the, the stuff that you guys are shooting now, was there any scene on the page in particular that you were like, oh, I really need to be in shape for this scene. Let me ramp up a little bit harder to get ready for this moment. Um, just in general, I think at the very beginning, I think just as soon as I knew I was going to get the job, even though I was already like in pretty decent shape, I was just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I'm just going to just build, just whatever you're getting to just build, 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 build. Um, but you know, uh, lucky for me that I haven't had any shirtless scenes on, uh, on this yet. So, you know, who knows if that, if that day will come, but, uh, at the moment <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't been required. So, uh, when, when that moment comes, that'll be the moment. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I'm scared, I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and it's coming. You yeah. know, it's coming. Someday. Tell me a little bit about shooting the, the show now, what it feels like and what you're excited about bringing to the screen. You know, man, honestly, I just love that. It's about family. Uh, you know, I think for me at the place in life that, that I'm at now, you, you know, I, I'm not married. I don't have kids. But that is something that, you know, I, I definitely want in my future. Um, I've been really lucky to, to see a lot of the world, to travel on, experience a lot of things. I've been working since I was a kid. So I've been very blessed in that sense to have a lot of those things. Uh, and I think, you know, from all those experiences and as great as they've all been, I think the thing that does really stick with you, and especially through this last year, I think, if, you know, being with the pandemic and, and so many things that were so important that could never go away that just we're just gone. You know what I mean? They're just gone. And like, who knows when we'll get them back. Uh, you don't lose family, whether it's the one that you're born into, whether it's the one that you choose, um, those relationships, those things are the things that outlive all of us. Um, you know, you talk about legacy and things like that. And I think that we, I think we forget, at least for me, the true legacy is what you leave with people when you're gone and the stories that are told that are passed down um, and so I love that this story brings it back to family and that it's not about, you know, the legacy of Superman. It's, it's Clark as a dad who happens to be Superman. 
Um, and I think that the focus of the show being that is just something that's fresh and new and something that I really appreciate that we can tap into. Yeah, man. And, and lastly, I mean, like you mentioned, there's, there's been iterations, but would it feel like the first time that you were recognized and someone was like, Oh, that's Superman. I mean, you're, you're people Superman. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's, uh, it's weird. It's, it's one of those things. I think, I think playing the character on the other shows, it was that idea of like playing Superman as opposed to this feels more like, you know, like being Superman now. It's, it's weird. It's, I don't know why that, that registers that way, but it kind of does, but it is strange. I, my, my favorite, my, the one that always sticks in my mind, I was in New York city and I was on a phone call and I stepped outside. I was having coffee with a buddy. I stepped outside real quick on the phone and this guy's walking by like, so New York, man, just like backpack on headphones on just walking down the street. And he just kind of looks over at me. He's like, they like, doesn't say anything, but just gives me like the shirt rip with like a, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, all right, cool. And he just kept walking, just went to a subway stop. I was like, that was always like my favorite. It's just so low key. So New York, just like, yeah, no, I don't need to talk to you, man. I just wanted to make sure like that. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. <laughs> so That's great. New York, man. I love it. That's great, oh, dude. dude. It's such a great city. I miss it, man. Yeah, man. You'll be back. You'll be back for sure. And we'll hang out then. Love to, man. Love to. Congratulations on the show. I'm sure we'll chat again more, but uh, until then, be well, be safe and uh, great chat with you, man. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of One on One. Don't forget to subscribe and check back in for more exclusive interviews.